It's the Suncast Podcast, covering the Sun Conference and all its sports. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of Suncast. Apologies for no episode at the end of last week. We had some audio issues uh, on our end. Again, sincere apologies for that. Uh, but we have a great episode for y'all today. We are officially at the halfway mark, the official official halfway mark, not the halfway mark of the halfway mark, the halfway mark. We are 50% done with basketball in the Sun Conference uh, this year. Uh, Manny, we know about it as much as we did coming in. Uh, it's crazy conference on, on, on both sides, but uh, we are going to talk a little baseball uh, today. Really not a lot to go over other than a great weekend uh, in in Sun Conference baseball. I can run over it real quick. I mean, Kaiser 4-0, some really good games against a solid Bruton Parker team. Uh, St. Thomas goes 3-1, three, three and, and I think if you want to look if you want to look ahead of what a lot of games are going to look like in the Sun Conference this year baseball-wise, I mean, look at what just happened game four of that game. There's going to be a lot, a lot of games where it's just going to be like, okay, who's going to have the pitching depth to not give up 19 runs? Uh, also uh, had Southeastern. Southeastern started their, their season, sweet, solid. Um, a little bit different. Uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit different Southeastern team. We're going to save that for next episode. Uh, we have Reese uh, Wissinger on, uh, and we also have Stephen Cullen making his debut on, on uh, the podcast next episode. Uh, well, there's an announcement for you. Yeah, well, I, I brought Steve on. Uh, you know, Manny's taking a new role with me with NAISB. Manny's here. Uh, we're going to be, uh, you know, he's here. We're going to still be talking Sun Sun Conference basketball throughout the rest of this year. But Manny uh, is going to be helping me with NAISB this season and for the uh, uh, future as it, as it holds. Um, and a guy that I've uh, decided to to bring in on my part, um, you know, former uh, first baseman DH for Southeastern, uh, Stephen Cullen. I mean, a guy's got a great history in the in the in the sun conference um you know he's got uh you know we're going to talk with him that next episode really getting to know him more um yeah you know, he, he's going to be great you know he's uh, he, uh <laughs> definitely a, a guy etched in suncast history he's been on a couple times um great great guy i mean he's grown he's learned a lot both both of us uh like, like i said he's an og suncast guy so it's been nice been able to you know have him on and uh it's gonna be fun. So definitely gonna be a fun spring having him on to talk some Sun Conference baseball. But Manny, on this episode, uh, we we have uh, we have uh, Mr. Blaine Huter, pitcher for Weber International. And uh, Manny, you good? Everything good? Are we good? We good? We good? I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, let, let's talk a little Sun Conference basketball. Let's talk about what happened this week weekend, Manny. Uh, I want to start down your neck of the woods uh, in Miami Gardens, uh, St. Thomas. Bobcats. Um, yeah, you know, I said it. I said it three weeks ago, and St. Thomas has made me finally look smart. At something in Sun Conference basketball, they look like uh, the St. Thomas what we saw at the end of last year. And man, they're rocking and rolling, Manny. I'll let you take it away. No, they are. I mean, I think that this team from the beginning they were kind of a team made for the playoffs, you know. But the problem was we had to get there, and the way we were getting there did, didn't look so good. But to their credit, they have turned it around. I think a big thing for them, Josh Taylor, I'm really liking the way he's just kind of seamlessly came. I'm not going to say seamlessly because there was a little bit of a learning curve, a, a little bit of a growing pain with it. But now that he's kind of 
become that connector. You know, we we know what Kyrie Warren does in the paint. We know what Milton Matthews is going to do from the three point line. The 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 shooting is going to be there. But we had nobody really in that mid post high elbow area that can really do work. And Josh Taylor is perfectly that. Josh Taylor is what he has always. He is what we all thought he was going to be, a great mid-range assassin. That man understands his game, understands where his spots are going to be. Another performance where he has 20 points. And overall, I mean, the team has come together in an impressive way. They're stringing together some some big games, some big wins on the road at home. Um, In the end, though, I also think from the Weber side of things, it was a situation where it was a good offensive game, but they just couldn't seem to get stops together. They couldn't string stops together. And I think that's what ultimately did them in. I mean, 20 points is what you kind of expect if you're not going to be able to stop any team in this conference this year. Uh, So I think that's what it came down to. The Bobcats had a great day. They've just kind of stacked days on each other. I think they're heading into the second round on a high note. We'll see if they can keep it rolling, though. Yeah, you know, they're fine this ride. And I'm looking now at Josh Taylor and Milton Matthews, and I'm trying to convince myself this isn't the best duo right now uh, in, in the Sun Conference. It's it's great. I mean, they, they, they've they been phenomenal. Um, man, want to keep, keep it keep it on and uh, rolling the women's side, side of things. Got to be a happy, dominant win. Mar- Marta Franco, uh, you know, we talked about someone else stepping up for the Bobcats um, alongside Brooke, man. Marta's uh, – She's been great. She's been great. Another 18 uh, point perf- performance from her. 18, 6, 5, and 6, or, or something along those lines. I know she had a season high five steals. She was just out there doing everything. Uh, credit to her because first half was a little bit of a struggle. Second half really bounced back, and you wouldn't even have known she struggled in that first half. The the Bobcats, similar to, to the men's side, they they I think they've had a better first half of the season for sure. Um, those two losses, I think, really sting with them. They, they they definitely feel like they didn't play their best in either one of those losses, one being to the fire at home, one being the, the Seahawks on the road just two games ago now. Um, but I think that they're going in the right direction. They understand this conference is wide open. They understand that even though Southeastern is sitting up top in the conference, they're right on their heels and they've got play, uh, teams behind them on their heels. So it's about just string again together string games together stringing performances together you know i was talking to coach walker after the kaiser game and she said like the biggest thing is you can't take even a quarter off this season like that that is the difference right now in in the the gap that they these teams have with each other from the number one seed all the way down so i credit them to bounce back from that seahawks loss that i think hurt a lot more than even the southeastern loss but they're going to keep it rolling and, and I'm, I'm excited to see second half of the season yeah, uh, moving on, let's talk about that team up in Lakeland, Florida. Southeastern Fire uh, had two players have argu- arguably their best uh, games, both on the men's and women's side. Manny, we'll start with the women's 87-45, a dominant win for the team that has emerged as, I, I think, a clear uh, number one at the halfway mark of the Sun Conference Women's Basketball Series. And Anaya Coleman, 15 points, 12 of those being on four shots from behind the arc. And she passed out six dimes to go with that. Manny, they're getting that production with Coleman with names that we've already talked about a good bit this year. Got to watch out for the fire. This seems like a team that could sneak around, get start receiving some votes and really run, run away with, with the regular season conference over the next couple of weeks. The only thing I'm going to say about the fire, and the only reason I'm saying it is because we've seen it and we're going to get to it in a moment here, you cannot let your foot off the gas because yep. if you do, that team is going to, there is a team going to get you up. And again, we're going to talk about this in a second here because the team got got, they got got. And, 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 and it's really, it's going to shake things up. But to the credit of the fire, they lost that first game in conference. You know, we're not, you and I were talking about if they go down 0-2, what are we looking at? Could they do it? 
They didn't even want to even think about that. They bounced back and they've been on a winning streak ever since. Becky Kledigiv is really doing her, her best. I think she has now also entered. I think she's already there, but now she's really solidified herself as a player of the year candidate. I do think now it's a three three person race. Maybe the two leading it might be Brooke and her because again, team success and the numbers. But overall, the fire, the depth is there. It's always been there. And like you mentioned, Anaya Coleman, 15 points. This is the most impressive thing for me about the fire. I think this might be the most deepest team I have seen, again, that I have seen my four years here, just because I see them put out players that maybe they only play 10 minutes, but those 10 minutes, they were a plus. They helped the team infield by one point. And again, in a conference like this, that one point could be the difference between a win and a loss. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, just had some NFL news pop up. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers hire Arthur Smith as their Next offense coordinator. All right. Uh, moving on, men's side of things. Anthony Duncan has his best game in a fire uniform uh, this year. 15 points, seven for eight from the field, nine rebounds. Fire starting to, starting to feel a little life, starting to get a little heat in the furnace, Manny. They really are. And, and I like the direction that they're going. Again, another team that they got to make on their depth. Now, their depth. Now I'm going to be honest, though. Look at the stats. You would have thought this should have been a Warner victory. I mean, they won the turnover battle. They were a better three-point shooting team. They're a better free-throw shooting team. But I think this is one of those games where the stats don't do the, the crunch time number, the crunch time performance justice. Again, it's only a four-point victory for the for the fire. And I think they were just the better team down the stretch. And at this point, those are the teams that are going to win games. It's, it's really that simple because when you have a player like Anthony Duncan – 15 points no one really expects that very efficient shooting as well seven of eight from from the field nine rebounds front with a double double those are the names those are the, the performances you're going to need from these teams because you know we talk about it at the highest level and the, at, the, at the professional level you know you're talking about quote-unquote role players or the others who are going to win you a series at times right now we're talking about a one-off game in the playoffs in a couple weeks here those ple those people could win you a game you know anthony there could be a game where we say that was the anthony duncan game he just came out he had a great performance off the bench or, or maybe if he gets a start sometime those are the type of names you gotta you gotta credit for this success so i'm very excited to see the fire put together you know again another team that if you don't respect them they're gonna get you they're gonna get you because i think that they're gonna be flirting with that four middle of the pack maybe a little bit higher seeds come playoff time Yeah, um, I, I'm right there with you. We, we, we talked about this team a good bit over the last couple of weeks. No reason to keep harping on it. They got a ton of experience coming back. And if that, if Anthony Duncan uh, continues uh, to, to go – to put up games like this and um, uh, Makai uh, Vassal is another name for Southeastern, obviously, if he continues – uh, to, to produce he's put a couple good good games together recently uh they're definitely a team I, uh, like you said could sneak uh put me there that four or five seed and i don't know if i'd be wanting to wanting to face them but i don't know who i would want to face in the sun conference <laughs> tournament but moving on manny said a team got got a team most definitely got gitted and uh that was kaiser's women's basketball team uh florida memorial uh picks up a huge win uh, to keep their chances of a conference tournament appearance alive, 54-53 over the Kaiser Seahawks. Manny, what happened with, with Kaiser? I remember when I saw the, the live stats, and I'm like, am I, am I reading this right right now? Because I'll be honest with you, you know, I was talking to some people around a conference, and I was a little worried. I, 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 I wasn't really ready to come on here and say but I was like, are the Lions gonna go win? Like I was, I was like, this is not looking good. Like it just wasn't. And again, to their credit, it wasn't anything that they were doing. They were just undermanned. You know, in a conference like this, where we kept talking about depth, 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 depth. They just did not have a lot of the bodies to be able to compete. But to their credit, 
they fought. I think it just came down to them wanting it more. They said, we are not going to end this first round of conference without a win. Now that I think they were going to beat the Seahawks, absolutely not. That was not on my bingo card, but they played, I think, their best game of the season. They, as a unit, your highest score is 14 points with Diamond Hayes. And if you would have told me Deja Thornton was going to go two for 12, I'd be like, Ugh, that might be a tough game. But Again, the Lions, as a collective, they just stepped up and finished the job. You know, 7 of 20 isn't the best shooting percentage. But again, when you that's better than what they have been shooting. You look at the at the Seahawks side of things, 18 turnovers. That is not going to get it done. Um, you have four players in double-figure scoring, but that was really much it. There was literally no other scores aside from Kyra Long, who had 10, Ellison, Eliza Ellison, who had 11, Elena Schaefer, who had 12, and Mimi Hine, who had 14. Outside of those four players the rest of the team combined for six points. That's not going to get it done. Like you can't rely on four players pretty much to have your offense going. And that's why we have a 50 to 50 game. And that's why the Lions won because the Lions are going to win games that are low scored. They're not going to really be able to outscore you or have a high pace offense. As of right now, again, things could turn around. But we've seen the trend continue where the Lions can't even they're, they're flirting with 60. They're not even really getting 60, 65 points. So if you're going to keep them in a 50 point game, I promise you that's going to be wide up right up their wheelhouse. And again, late game execution comes down to getting an offense, getting a, a defensive rebound could have won the game here for the Seahawks. Instead, Lions get it back. It's a foul called and they hit two free throws to, to win the game. So that really would have come down to you give the Lions an opportunity. They snatched it and. You know, now that might have hurt the Seahawks' chances of finishing higher up than they would than they are going to finish here in the standings. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely one we'll circle back to because um, when we get to seeding, there's no doubt a game or two is going to be separating a one, two, three, four somewhere in there, and we'll definitely look look back at it. Overall, though, um, yeah, I, I think Kaiser just got got on off day. Uh, that that that's just kind of is what it is that happens now. So, but another team that got got it just it flipped right right back on them with. Uh, Kaiser beating Florida Memorial 78-74, number 16th ranked uh, Lions. They suffer another another loss. I think that number is going to be disappearing uh, beside their logo, unfortunately, um, or at the very least dropping it, it to to uh, somewhere in the 20s or receiving votes, whatever. Uh, Manny, uh, I tell you what, Kaiser – Outside of Ave Maria, man, this might be the most complete team uh, in, in the in the Sun Conference. They have someone else big uh, step up. Justin uh, Nicholson, uh, one of the better games he's had, twenty two and eleven, uh, an efficient eight from eighteen from the field. In the standings right now, like currently, it is FMU, Kaiser, and STU all tied for the number two seed at four and three. Um, that is exactly how it lists. So technically, Flomo is second, Kaiser is third, St. Thomas is fourth. I'm going to be honest with you. Of those three teams, Kaiser and STU are the ones right now playing better basketball than Florida Memorial. And I think even Kaiser is, is on a different level than the Bobcats. To the Bobcats' credit, they did beat the Seahawks at at Kaiser. That was a very, very big win, and, I, and I'm not taking anything away from the, from the Bobcats. But I just, like you mentioned, the way that the Kaiser Seahawks have been playing for the entire season has something I really like. They understand their identity. Like, they understand that this team, this team's style operates from the duo that is Calvin Sermons and Vincent. Again, I'm not going to say his last name because I just don't really want to butcher it, but we know who we're talking about here. Arguably the best point guard in the in the conference, arguably the best big man in the conference, arguably the best duo in the conference. Again, like you mentioned, there's a there's a duo down here. Miami Gardens is going to have something to say about that, but we've seen it firsthand. I mean, in the game where Vincent goes for another double-double, 11 and 14, Calvin Sermons 15 and 11, 
assists, by the way. And then you have Justin Nicholson, 22 points, 11 rebounds. Everybody understands, look, we're going to play off this two-man game here. We're going to have, you know, Calvin get into the paint. He's going to kick it out. Everybody knows, get to the corners, get to the wings, space the court. So that way he has his kickouts, he has his dish outs. And then Vincent, when they start doubling or he gets offensive rebounds, like he always does, that's the best time to get out to get off three-point shots. So you got a bunch of shooters around, are one of the best just driving, creating point guards in the conference and a post present that you need. You know, when that ball goes down there and events it, you got to turn your head. That split second, that shooter's moving to the corner and now it's a knockdown three and we're going the other way on defense. So the Seahawks have come together. I like it. They're going to be a big player come second round of the of, of conference here. Looking elsewhere, wrapping up what happened this weekend, Ave Maria women's basketball, uh, 63-57. Manny, solid win for Ave Maria. This is a pretty open and shut one. You know, Avi just, they did yep. what they do best. It's yep. just, that's just what it is. Avi Maria is continuing, and now they've put themselves in a good position to be fighting for that number one spot. Yeah, and then mo moving right right on uh, their men's game. I mean, this this is the most complete team in the conference. This is the team to beat um, through the first half of Sun Conference play on, on the men's side without a shadow of a doubt at this point. Just because we, we, I just mentioned it with Kaiser, the way they're taking – Playing team ball. Look at what Ave Maria, Maria did he, he, here, Manny. Again, uh, uh, it's like night in, night out. They're going to have four or five guys in double figures. Jalen White, 16. I mean, it's a cool little six from 10 from the field from him. He's emerged. I mean, you got to think after that St. Thomas game, his confidence is through the roof. He's playing great ball. Um, Nick's playing gr great ball. Miles is playing great ball. Man, th 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 this is a legit team, and it's a shame if they're not in the top 25 uh, very soon. Oh, I'm I'm agreeing with you there. Before we get there, though, I am going to continue my coastal stand that I agenda that I've been pushing the past couple of weeks. I just like this team, man. Like this is oh, the best fun. offense we've seen from them playing. And again, we are going to say it, the obvious effect. But this lets me know that there is an offense here for the coastal Georgia Mariners. We've talked about their defense. We know how how stout it can be. But if they have this type of offense where you know you're 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 getting to the 80s, you're, you're flirting with a little bit higher in the 80s. I, I like Coastal Georgia's, you know, as a dark horse here when we get to postseason side. But yeah, like you said, Avi's been the best team since the since the beginning of the season in the conference play. They continue to be the best team. They, I'm not gonna say now when I word this, I mean in the sense of winning the conference uh, uh championship and regular season. I think they are going to be there. Of course, they're going to be the favorites to do it. When I say that the conference runs through Ave, I just mean you're going to have to play them at some point. I don't know if they're going to host yet. Obviously, that is what it's looking towards, but there's plenty of teams that feel like they can get them. And they already have one loss. And before you know it, in a week's time, we could be talking about them having two or three because, again, off nights are a thing. Sometimes people have amazing nights. But on paper right now, you're talking about this past game, Michael Klankas, Jonathan Efforts, Noreen Leslie, Nick Fletchner, Jalen White, and Miles McCormick combined for 89 points. 89 points. Talk about team ball at its finest. These these guys understand that if they move that rock, everybody's going to get a piece of the sugar. No matter who scores 20, no matter who scores 25, they're all going to go home with that win. And if you if you want to win a Sun Conference championship at some point, you're going to have to play this, this dog of a team. Yeah, you know, we're going to do our Sun Conference uh, all-star ga game draft here in just a minute. Um, just give me Ave Maria's starting pop. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Throw it back to the to the to the Atlanta Hawk days where we go on all, all five starting fires. Mm, I got all five starters. Oh my all god! Don't <laughs> what just, a time! What it's what a time to be alive! God, bring <laughs> me back to the Josh Smith. Al, Al look like the best part of Kyle Corver, a cool little oh, 50, 40, The streak 90. was alive back then. Yes, yes. God, oh, I remember. Oh, I remember. I, I'm a Hawks fan, man. I remember that dude. What that a time was, to be alive, dude! I thought we were about to beat LeBron. <laughs> 
and then they just dog walk us four straight like games. Playoffs are a different animals. <laughs> Bro, I was so I was so ticked off, dude. I was like, you this ain't even, whatever, whatever. Don't get me all mad before we do this. All right, Manny, let's do uh all all star game draft. Way it's gonna work. Uh, you pick five, I pick I pick five. Uh, we'll go back back and forth, Manny. Uh, we'll do the men's side first. Would you like the first pick of the men's or the first pick of the women's, Manny? The first pick of the women's. You, you you got the men's. You got the men's. I got the men's. Um, who tough one. Um, I mean, there's a ton, 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 ton of great players. But when I when I look at how I want to build my team, I want a shooter. I definitely want a want a three point shooter to build it around. Um, and I'm going to go to pro- one of the best in, in the conference and a guy that's done it at a, at a high level for a couple of years. Give me Milton Matthews from the St. Thomas Bobcats first off the board, Manny. I definitely knew he was going to be one of one of the first two off the board here. And I'm going to be a sucker here for for small guards, but I don't care. I'm going Calvin Sermons out of Kaiser. I I like to, to build my team. I, I think you have to have guard play. Guard play is very important this, this landscape of basketball nowadays. So I'm going to have arguably the best one at the number one spot. Tough took mine. Uh, that's definitely that's where I was going to go. Great pick. But with that being said, I'll go. Uh, you know what? I think he'll still be there. I think he'll still be there next go around. Just go ahead and give me. Ooh, my team is going to be like Ave Maria. A whole lot of points. Whole lot of points. But I am going to go with uh another guy outside of Ave before I start hitting that that honey hole for sure. Uh, I'm gonna go Tyrone Nesby, man. He's had a tough last couple of games, but we all know the talent. Yeah, he's got – I still think he's the best overall uh, or, excuse me, best offensive player uh, in, in this conference still. Um, yeah, g- give me him. Between him and Milt, uh, I know we're going to score a lot at, at this point. No, I, I understand. The, now I got to at least get to to some somewhere in the 80s to even have a chance. Yeah. Um, to, to go along with Calvin, I am going to need – I think I'm going to go with the big here because there's plenty, like I said, there's plenty of guards to, to have to work with. And I think my guard that I want will still be there uh, later on here. And even though I don't want to split up the duo because we've seen how good it is, I just think you p- you pair Calvin Sermons with Scarious Warren, the mm, athletic ability, yeah, the, 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 the blocking, because now Calvin, we know how he is on defense. Now he could be ultra aggressive, 94 feet, because he knows he's got Warren behind him protecting the rim. So so give me Curious Warren to, to hunker down my defense, averaging nearly five blocks a game this season. Well, if you're going to go with, with a big like that, I got to go get my, my big, and I'm going to go to West Palm Beach. Give me Vincent, man. Give me Vincent from – from uh kaiser i, I gotta keep my cards right now but I, I, I like i like my, my my three i like my three so far I'm, I'm between two right now but i think i'm gonna go back to the guard here and i'm gonna be a little small but i really want to see this backcourt so give me blaze darling who is okay. having one of like the better conferences better seasons uh, this year one better career seasons this year and i think that backcourt we're gonna be fast we're gonna be athletic we're gonna be quick we're gonna run the floor and then i i like it I, I like the speed right now with these three on my team man give me another big guard here i got a lot of height on this team i'm gonna keep keep it that way give me nick filchner uh from from ave maria i mean that's a six seven two hundred pound uh uh yeah, they got them listed as guards. Throw them at the two. Um, we got there. There are some good, good names on the board still for 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 a guy I can put in my one. But yeah, dude, give me Nick. 
I am going to have to go with the duo eventually. And of course, I had to be a St. Thomas duo. I think when we slow it down a little bit, like I said, I got to hit that high elbow, that, that mid post area. I need a mid range assassin. Give me Josh Taylor. Give me JT, who's having a great start since he came back from injury. 20 points per game. I I, I like it. And I think I'm going to rock him with my, my four. Okay. I like it. Uh, now I got a decision to make. Um, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to go uh, Chance Caruso from Florida Memorial uh, for. For the guy put put at my one, I mean he's uh, uh, second in the conference behind Calvin and assists, averaging about six assists a game. I like him to uh, run run an offense with uh, Tyrone Nesby, Milton, Matthews, uh, Vincent, and Nick. I like I like my five, Mandy. I, I we're we're going to put up about hundred fifteen a game. <laughs> this last spot for me, I got a few names in mind, but. I'm going to go with somebody who really impressed me when he came down here again, the Ave Maria St. Thomas game. And I think I would be completely wrong if I don't have at least one Jairine on my team. So give me Miles Montecure because for whatever reason, no matter how hot he is, he always seems to get open. And in a team like mine's where we've got a plenty of, of pass first guys, I think he's going to at least get five threes a game. So give me Montecourt to finish out my five. And like I said, we're going we gonna to put up a lot of points now. All right. So I'm texting you now. So we keep it up. I got... Crusoe at the one, uh, going to put Nick at the two, Nick Filchner at the two, uh, then my two forwards are going to be Nesby and Milt. And my big man's Vincent. All right, texting you that now so I don't so we don't forget and so we can make a graphic. All right. All right. Caruso from Florida Memorial, Nick uh Filchner from Ave Maria, Tyron Nesby from Weber, Weber, Milton Matthews from uh St. Thomas, and then Vincent from Kaiser. Look at there, five five players, five different Sun Conference teams. Not too bad. Nobody from Southeastern on this team. Interesting. I definitely had, had Reggie. As a guy could have gone off the board from coastal Georgia, nobody from coastal Nick Giles definitely could, uh, was a guy that, uh, that could have gone. No, Eden Holt. I really thought you were gonna go Eden Holt, uh, with your point guard. Uh, I, I, I like Calvin and, and I'm a sucker for, for Blaze having a really good season right now, you know. No, I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, all right. Let's move on to women's basketball. Manny, you get the first overall pick on that end. Uh, I think we know who one and two are going to be. Maybe the top three. I think there's a little bit of order. It could be now. But I'm going to keep the trend going of St. Thomas getting the number one pick. So I'm going to go Brooke Bogas to lead my team. Again, the player of the year candidate, averaging 16 points a game. Uh, coming off of a, two games ago, a double-double, 20 and 12. That's 12 rebounds, not assists. She's having a heck of a season, and I think she's going to continue that trend in the second half. Yep, easy for me then. Jasmine Edwards um, speaks for herself, averaging uh, 16 and 11. Enough said. Now, this one is going to be a little bit different. They, they kind of contradict each other. And, again, I'm going to go back to, to to my post player here. I'm going to go Kiki Bertzman because she really impressed me when the fire came down here. A little bit of, of a contradicting to, to Brooke in the speed. But when we get that half-court game, that two-man game is going to be very, very hard to stop. Hmm. All right. Now, interesting for me at this point. Which direction do I want to go? i tell you what. i got to go with another player of the year candidate, and I think – uh, ooh, my bad. Apologies for that notification coming through there. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm going uh, uh, Becky from Southeastern. Uh, I'm going to put, put her in my point guard pair up with Jasmine. 
I like that one. I like that pick. Knew she was going to be there. And do I want to go a guard or I go a forward here? I think we got a lot of guards. Uh, I'm noticing a lot of teams right now in the conference playing with that four-guard lineup, so there's definitely a lot of guards to pick from. I'm going to go with Samantha Pacheco as mm. my two because I think she's a very good floor general. I think she can play off Brooke very, very well and let Brooke be a little bit more of a scoring guard or something. I know she just comes naturally to her, and Pacheco can just run the show. And, again, she's a workhorse. I mean, that girl's putting up 40-minute games like it's nothing. Yeah. Uh, for me, Manny, I'm going to Weber International and I am getting Miss Jada Burgess. I mean, I know, uh, doesn't, um, you know, she hasn't play, played the whole year, but you look at Weber, uh, from how they were before versus what Weber is now, dude, I mean, it's two completely different teams. Plus you, uh, pair her up with Becky and, and Jasmine whole, oh, I mean, holy shot. She's, she's going to get now for this one. I'm definitely going back to St. Thomas. I got to pick somebody here, and I think I'm going to go with a little bit of a, of a dark horse pick here. I'm going to go with Renee Tumlin strictly because of the defense. We, If you've watched any Bobcat games, you know if number two in white is guarding you, she is not going to make it an easy day. And I think I'm going to need a little bit of size to, to, to help those two smaller guards up there. So I think Renee Tumlin is going to be my, my kind of wild pick here. Do I go with another guard and really solidify that four guard? I mean, like you mentioned, I mean, pretty much the conference is a four guard uh, system, right, Manny? Yeah, I completely agree with you right now. Even some of the quote unquote fours that would be a little bit more, there's still guards in, in, in certain aspects. So, yeah, I mean, you say Jasmine Edwards is a four, really. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll go to St. Thomas too. I'll pick up Marta Franco. I like that one. I like that one. Uh, my last pick here. Do I go against the grain and go with the four guard for the four man who's more of a guard? You know what? Let's let's stay down here in St. Thomas. We're, I'm gonna go Paige McDonald. Paige McDonald was at a very good second half of the first round of conference here. A couple double digit scoring games. Again, one of the best shot blockers in the conference. I like it at my four there. She can stretch the four a little bit. You know, a little underrated for sure. Kind of play off of Becky in the po uh, Kiki in the post. Excuse me. So I, I like it around on my five. All right. Uh, no, that, that's a good one. I like that. Um, Go with the forward from uh, West Palm Beach. I'm going to go uh, Elise Ellison. Uh, very, very solid player the last couple of years in West Palm Beach, averaging uh, 12, 12 and 8 uh, right now, plus a uh, steal a game. I like it. Um, gives gives me uh, someone uh, besides Jasmine Edwards uh, that can get get a lot, lot of rebounds. I like – oof, I'll tell you what, man. I'm not going to lie. I think I might smoke you in both of these games. I like, wow, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I think I might smoke you in both of these. All right, we'll let the people decide. We'll let the people decide. Wow. No Deja Thornton. No, no Deja I thought about Thornton. it. I, I definitely thought about it. I definitely thought about it. You know, again, she's one of the best – Flat out scores in the conference. Um, it, you know her. You know, so Courtney Long out of, out of Warner was another one I had. Julie Fitzwater, Maria Coleman. I mean, there are so many names. This this conference is they, these men's and women's side. I mean, I'll you know at halfway point, I do want to say great season by by both the men's and women's in in this conference. Every game, I don't think there's been one day where it's been quote unquote boring. Every game has been some type of back and forth. There's been overtime games. There've been game winners. There've been upsets. There've been the the only even the blowouts have been very entertaining from start to finish. So credit to to those ladies, those men out there putting on that, that hard work and yep. best of luck the rest of the way.
Yeah, I mean, we could have done two or three rounds, but I'm just, I mean, you know, there's no point in really doing yeah. doing all that. I mean, we we, we mentioned that we could easily keep going. We we could do four. We could do four teams, really. Um, I got to like know. 20 20 names just to have them, just to just to be able to say, yeah. look, I know we understand how deep this conference can be. I, I would love to see you know what take the best in the conference. Let, let's go out there. I, I'll put my money against the Sun Conference against anybody. I mean, I think, I think this Wednesday would have been a great time to do it. If we have a same, if we have a same, uh, uh, same schedule next year, you know, there's a lot of non-conference games. I, I, I get not wanting to hurt, hurt, get your players hurt in the uh, middle, and I get money goes into it. It's definitely, I know logistics and all that, but it'd be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool to see a Sun Conference All Star, and I mean, I, I mean, Ave Maria just got a new gym, and that is a field house. Oh, I've been there yeah. for for my game. Oh my. God, that thing is probably have to do it. We'll probably have to do it at one of the Polk County schools. Just thinking about coastal Georgia, too. Um, kind of like how the, the, the crossover at the beginning of the year, you know, the, the southern states, Sun Conference crossover. Yeah, you can do one of those in those states, or even do it at a neutral, um, like a Polk well, state. Yeah, all I'm saying is Sun Conference hit up, hit up your boy Reagan. I promise you that that, that is Reagan the GM. He'll, yeah, he'll, get, he'll get the word. I ain't got enough on my plate. Let's add on to it. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, great episode, Manny. Uh, we're going to kick it over now to myself and uh, Weber International University pitcher, Mr. Blaine Huter. We will talk to you all Friday.